another Cup of Joe podcast on this Tuesday, March the 15th. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's joy. I wish you God's beauty today, my friends. Thanks for being with me on this, the Ides of March. Beware the Ides of March, my friends. And if you don't know the reference, William Shakespeare, Julius Caesar, uh, today is supposedly the day that uh, Caesar was killed. And that, of course, comes from Shakespeare's wonderful play. See, now, it's, it's historical trivia like that. That, that you get for free in these podcasts. You come for the trivia, you stay for the scripture. So let's get to the scripture. <laughs> far, uh, far more important, uh, more pertinent to our lives than uh, the fact that today is the Ides of March. Uh, today, Matthew 23, verses 1 to 12. Uh, Jesus is doing an instruction to the people today, uh, particularly on the virtue of humility. And he uses kind of an anti-example to bring that out, okay? So let's uh, follow along together. Matthew 23, verses 1 to 12. I will be using Eugene Peterson's The Message translation today. So let's hear what God has to say for us. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Now Jesus turned to address his disciples. Sorry, now this is me interjecting. Read you and me. Along with the crowd. Again, read you and me. Okay, I'm going to stop interjecting. Let's start again. Now Jesus turned to address his disciples along with the crowd that had gathered with them. The religion scholars and Pharisees are competent teachers in God's law. You won't go wrong in following their teachings on Moses but be careful about following them. They talk a good line, but they don't live it. They don't take into their hearts, excuse me, they don't take it into their hearts and live it out in their behavior. It's all spit and polish veneer. Instead of giving, God, giving you God's law as food and drink by which you can banquet on God, they package it in bundles of rules loading you down like pack animals. They seem to take pleasure in watching you stagger under these loads and wouldn't think of lifting a finger to help. Their lives are perpetual fashion shows, embroidered prayer shawls one day and flower, flowery prayers the next. They love to sit at the head table at church dinners, basking in the most prominent positions preening in the radiance of public flattery, receiving honorary degrees and getting called doctor and reverend. Don't let people do that to you. Put you on a pedestal like that. You all have a single teacher and you are all classmates. Don't set people up as experts over your life, letting them tell you what to do. Save that authority for God. Let God tell you what to do. No one else should carry the title of Father. You have only one Father, and He's in heaven. And don't let people maneuver you into taking charge of them. There is only one life leader for you and them, Christ. 
Do you want to stand out? Then step down. Be a servant. If you puff yourself up, you'll get the wind knocked out of you. But if you're content to simply be yourself, your life will count for plenty. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that marvelous? I mean, again, you and I have heard that gospel dozens of times in our lives. But I love how he invites it to come alive. You know, gosh, a couple of points I want to make here. First of all, let's talk about this idea of who do we follow? Who do we allow to be that those authorities in our life? Because, you know, brothers and sisters, um, I think it's okay. I, and, and I think he's even saying, he's like, it's okay to listen to these teachers on the law, but don't follow them. Meaning, because they are doing it poorly. They're, they're, again, they're wearing masks. We talked about masks last week and how, gosh, we, we all do it to a certain extent. But, but the Pharisees and the scribes, those people who sit on the, the chair of Moses, on the, on the teaching authority, um, he said, I'm worried about them because they're doing it for all these other reasons, these preening or these shows or, or the flattery that they get and all these things. Brothers and sisters, and I don't think this is just scribes and Pharisees. I don't think we just have to say, oh gosh, look at our priests and see, you know, who, who among them. I, 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 don't, I'm, I don't think this is a witch hunt for anybody. But I do think it's saying, my friends, we need to be careful with those that we allow to be mentors to us and those that we allow to be guides through whatever journey that we're on because there will be true guides there and there will be false ones. And we have to remember always, 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 I mean, what he says here is, Listen, there's only one life leader for us, and that's Christ. There's only one life leader for us. And, and earlier when he says, uh, I love this, I love this. Um, don't let people do that to you. Put you on a pedestal like that. You have a single teacher, and you are all classmates. Don't set people up as experts over your life letting them tell you what to do, and don't let them put us in the position that we get to tell them what to do. Neither are healthy. Neither are, brothers and sisters. And, uh, and, and it's a trap that we can fall in due to our own insecurities, due to we see other people at, at times in our life when we're feeling insecure or we're feeling like, um, uh, you know, we just, um, maybe that we've, we've, let somebody else down recently and we, we don't have our, our wits about us, our courage about us, or, or we're, we're feeling a little gun shy. Again, we have to be careful and not let other people tell us, well, here's what you're supposed to do, of course. Everybody knows that. Here's the school you're supposed to go to. Here's the career you should be doing. Here's the decision on marriage or not. Here's the decision on how many kids you Brothers and sisters, that's a decision for you and God and, and a spouse, if, if that's indeed one of the things that's coming into play, such as marriage. <laughs> Dexter had something to say, such as marriage or, or kids or anything. 
again, I, I can... I can beat this horse and, and I know I could say it better and I know you could say it better. But really what Jesus is saying is be careful of those people who we take on as leaders in our life. Um, there will be some that are true and uh, that pass those tests in our lives that, that don't put these rules and these burdens on us and, uh, and watch us struggle almost gleefully. But instead, there will be leaders in our lives, women and men, who, and I, and I want to get it down here, I love how he says it, uh, that give us God's law as food and drink by which we can banquet, we can feast on God. Those are the ones, brothers and sisters. And again, I'm not, ta- I'm not saying they're just spiritual leaders here. I'm saying leaders in our life that invite us to experience God's presence in reality, to experience life as sumptuous and beautiful as it comes to us, uh, that help us become everything that we have been meant to be, that bring out those gifts in us. That could be our cross-country coach, my friends. That could be our, our uh, I was going to say home economics teacher, but I don't know if they call it that anymore. <laughs> so I'm dating myself. But do you know what I mean? They're going to show up wherever they need to show up. But they're going to invite us to be everything we were called and meant to be and created to be. Those people are holy, my friends. And, and there is holiness in that relationship. Those are people, again, we don't say that they tell us what to do and we give them control of our life. Or we take control of theirs. But there's a mutual sharing and respect and dignity and understanding and growth. And that's beautiful. Those are beautiful. Last thing I want to say here, as Dexter is just a howling away downstairs, and I have no idea what he's howling about. I might tell you tomorrow in my podcast, but the truth is, I probably won't know then either. It could be any number of things. My guess, squirrel. Squirrel outside. Um, but I love this last two lines that Jesus says and that Peterson translates. Do you want to stand out? Then step down. Be a servant. If you puff yourself up, you'll get the wind knocked out of you. But if you're content to simply be yourself, your life will count for plenty. Brothers and sisters, if we want to stand out, but we're doing it because we want to stand out and we want to preen, um, yeah, I, I think, brothers and sisters, that's, that's where he says if you're puffing up your chest, you're just going to get the wind knocked out of you by someone along the way. Somebody's going to always do it better than us. Even if that is, I'm going to be the best servant I can so everybody thinks I'm holy. Somebody else is going to do it better than, and we're going to get that wind knocked out of us because, because what I want is that focus on me. And again, my friends, I think the essence, one of the essences, I won't say the central essence, but I'll certainly say one of the prime essences is, what is our life about? Is do we want truly, when we're not lying to ourselves or fooling ourselves and we can get all the external stuff away, do we really want it to be about us and people looking at us? Or is it about others? Is it about God and God's life in and through us and therefore others as well? That's really the challenge he's coming up with here at the end. Do you want to stand out in whose eyes? The eyes of the people or the eyes of God? If we want to stand on the eyes of God, step down.
be a servant. How do we do that? What does true humility look like? Does it look like being lowly and a servant and, uh, and having a frown on her face and, and, you know, all those things that Jesus told us on Ash Wednesday, you know, that everybody can see that we're, we're you know, fasting or whatever it is and, and haven't showered and bathed. And I, of course not. What humility looks like, brothers and sisters, is not a false humility. Oh, I'm, I'm so bad. Or I'm, somebody compliments us as, oh, no, you, you don't have a right. No, no. True humility, my friends, is simply being who God made us to be and rejoicing in that fact. It's simply embracing who we are. Because embracing who we are, we're also going to embrace who we are not. That's all it is. That's all it is. You know, in Matthew 5, Sermon on the Mount, I've reflected on it a lot lately. I know we keep pointing back to it. Such a central teaching to us. But at one point, Jesus invites us, you know, he's saying, hey, you know, you're the light of the world, all this stuff, the, the salt of the earth. You got to flavor the world. And he, and he says to us then, so let your light shine before all so that they may see the good that you do and give glory to God. He doesn't say put your, put your light under a, a bushel basket. He doesn't say pretend it's not a light. When somebody say, hey, I like your light, say, oh, no, it's, it's not as bright as yours. Or, or, you know, it really isn't a good light at all. That's not what he's saying. He's saying, my friends, the light you have been given, and you have been, and the light I've been given, and I have been, let that light shine, and, and that people may see it and give glory to God. Not by just saying, hey, look at uh, Vicky, and she's out there letting that light shine so fantastically, and, and God, you are great. Hey, if that happens... And uh, Vicki Meyer, you do let that light shine and praise God for that. But if that light, if people do that, that's awesome. But generally what it means is people look and see that light that shines. And it gives them permission to let their own light shine. And that's how we give glory to God. By being who we are. Not by being who, you know, other people are even though we see it done well, by being who we are. And that's risky because people can laugh, because people haven't seen it before, because people may say that's foolish. But brothers and sisters, if we can truly embrace who we are, as, as Peterson says here through the words of Jesus, but if you're content to simply be yourself, your life will count for plenty because that's what God made us to be. Nothing more, nothing less. Let's pray. My friends, we continue through the um, uh, joyful mysteries. So let's begin as we begin all things in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second joyful mystery, the visitation. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. Have a wonderful day. And, uh, you know, beware of uh, maybe manholes uh, today on the Ides of March when you're walking down the street, shall you? Huh. Let's make sure we're good. We're, we're wary today. Uh, and bless you. God's peace.